Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by two compadres here for our NBA Finals preview and Game 1 preview here at Coach Talk. First of all, the wonderful, the famous Miss Deb Lutz and... Mr. Josh Crash Davis. I don't know what to do here with both of you on here. This is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> How are you today? Doing Good. great. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this, uh, you know, the three-way here. I don't know. Can I say that on air? Is that appropriate? I... <laughs> we, we went from to PG-13 here. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, great to have both of you. And we've been, you know, if you've been following our podcast, you've uh, seen I have done all of the Western Conference finals games with uh, Mr. Crash here. So we went through all of the Golden State and Dallas games. And then uh, Deb and I have, have handled uh, all the Celtics heat uh, to get to this. So we thought, you know, for this first one, we're going to all get on here together Go through the matchups, talk about the lines, the injuries, what we anticipate, you know, going to come forth for this finals. Uh, should be a fantastic one. We'll give our predictions, throw some players out there, and then we'll have this posted and pinned uh, throughout the finals. We'll also be on each day uh, for each individual game. But this, you know, to look over the, the whole entire uh, series and what our expectations are. We've got a good feel for what the matchups are going to be defensively for both teams. So we'll break that down and uh, go through all of it. And hopefully it helps everybody uh, really get some winners here. Um, we uh, would love to have you join us, by the way. We're DFS Coach Talk. If you want to join us for this NBA Finals, uh, there are some packages for a week. We have a month package, or you want to dip your toes in for a three-day uh, package, we've got uh, $10 for, for that package, and it's dfscoachtalk.com. Everything is listed right on there. And then we'll also pre be providing prize pick selections for all of these games, and that is our presenting sponsor for this ME, M NBA Finals preview, if I can say it right. I just posted MLB, so that's on my brain. Yeah. But uh, it is Prize Picks that is present the presenting sponsor. So you can go to PrizePicks.com, sign up there with the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space, and they will match you dollar for dollar on your first deposit, all the way up to a hundred bucks. All right, here we are, June first. Somehow the calendar is turned over to yeah. June first. Hard to believe, isn't it? it is. Yeah. We talked Crazy. about it and NBA Finals, and here it is. It's amazing. All right, let's let's look at the Vegas line first, and then we'll have you guys comment on that and see if you think the line is right or uh, are they losing their marbles here. So we've got game one we'll talk about first of all, and it is at Golden State. We know that Golden State has home court, so they'll play the first two at Golden State. Second two at Boston, and then one, one, one back and forth if it goes seven. Golden State's favored by four. The over-under is 212 and a half. And then as far as any injuries, all that Boston is listing right now is Sam Hauser, who's not in the rotation, is questionable. Uh, Otto Porter is expected to play. He's probable for Golden State. And the two question marks that uh, may be in or out are Iguodala and Peyton which it looks like Peyton may be ready. Uh, that could affect that rotation a little bit. So first of all, I'll, I'll go to Deb. Uh, Boston Celtics, everybody available and ready to go uh, with the line. What do you think is your initial uh, feel on Celtics coming into this finals? Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're the, they're the young guns and uh, you know, I think that uh, they have a real shot at this. I think the the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest negative is that Golden State are just pros, and and on Boston, nobody has any experience getting to this point. So it's going to be real interesting to see how they handle it, how they handle the spotlight. Um, but they have the firepower. I think uh, 
I think it goes deep. I don't think that this is a gimme for Golden State. Um, I do think that ultimately Golden State probably prevails, but I think it goes at least six, if not if not seven, to that decisive game back in Golden State. And I think the four and a half spread is a little bit. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I think it'll stay stay real close. So I'd probably slightly lean towards uh, Boston with that big of a spread. Nice. Counterpoint, what do you say, Josh? I mean, I, I feel a lot of the same things. You know, I think that this series is going to be a long series, um, definitely probably six to seven games. I've really been impressed with Ime Adoka as a coach. I think that he's done a really good job. He's come from that Greg Popovich tree of coaching, and right. uh, he's just really been impressive to me because – Every time they struggle in a game, they bounce back in a big way in the next game, which that has a lot to do with coaching. So I really like the way that um, these teams match up. I think that these are going to be some close games. I don't see there being a lot of blowouts. And, you know, I just think it's going to be a really good series, and I'm looking forward to watching it. I agree. And as much as I was rooting for Dallas and I was also rooting for Miami, I do think these are are the two best teams. I think yeah. overall – Top to bottom, the depth, I think both teams are solid and it should make for a fantastic finals. There's no question about it. All right, let's talk think about the 212. The 212 total? Yeah, the over-under on that. Yeah, you know, I think it's a little high, personally. I, I think, you know, these teams are both great defensive teams. I mean, anybody that says defense doesn't win championships, these have been two of the top four defensive teams throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. uh, they both can lock people down. They both have, you know, Smart was defensive player of the year. We have players from both sides that have made NBA all defensive teams and Clay Thompson, Al yeah. Horford, you know, years back. Um, you know, there, there's multiple guys, uh, Clay Thompson, you know, great defenders in this series. So I, I do think there's explosiveness on both sides offensively, but when push comes to shove, you know, I see that total. I I would have set the total more at around 208, 209 personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Let's let's go. Uh let's look at matchups because we have a, an odd situation here. It's it usually doesn't happen, but I believe that we're gonna have five matchups of the starting five where they're gonna guard each other. And usually it's you know split ups who's gonna guard who and how what type of rotation, but this looks like mano a mano here, uh, mm. and so we'll talk uh, both. Uh, let's go one by one here. First matchup, more than likely, Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, against the greatest shooter in the history of basketball, Steph Curry. How do you see that one playing out? Uh, Crash, we'll go to you first with uh, that one. Well, if you look at the box scores of their recent matchups, Curry's had a lot of success. Um, against Boston. So I don't know if Marcus Smart maybe missed a couple of those games, but I mean, especially last year, he really had some success against them. So I think that, you know, he's he's been kind of on a tear um, the last several games, and, and I expect that to, to stay that way. Um, I think that Golden State will will set some screens and do some things to free up Curry, you know, like they normally do. And um, I just think that Curry is really tough to stay on for a whole game. You know, he's just constantly running around and and they, they just find ways to get him open. So I think that, that he'll be able to win that matchup. Uh, but it's going to be a fun matchup to watch with, like you said, a defensive player of the year against Curry. So. And what about on the other side? Do you think Smart, you know, who can yeah. score well in fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, real streaky, though. You know, it's it's like right. he either is on or he's just way off. So yeah. that'll be key um, to be that kind of third option for Boston offensively for him to step up uh, if they're going to win this series. Yeah. What do you think, Deb? Yeah, my, my take on it is it's, it, it's probably a tie at this position, at this matchup. Um, I think I totally agree mm -hmm. with Crash. I think Curry's played well. He's going to be up for this. He gets his, even against the tough defense of Smart. But I think Smart has also played well um, against the Warriors. And um, he's, uh, you know, I think if you if you think about the defense of um, of Golden State, Curry is probably the weakest defender on the entire team. Yeah. So, um, so I think 
it's more likely that Smart's going to get open versus maybe, you know, Tatum, for example. Um, and uh, I feel like um, he's going to get his as well. So I, I like I like both these players. Yeah, I agree. I think they're both very rosterable and they should remain that way, you know, just because of the differentiation. As different like as this next matchup is, you've got two solid defenders and scorers, mm-hmm. and that's Jalen Brown against Clay Thompson. So what a matchup that is. That yeah. is that's what you want to see. Right. And you know, that one should be very, very interesting. And it could be the key to the series in my opinion, because these two guys can carry a team at any Mm -hmm. given time or they can be shut down and then the team struggles. So this to me of all five matchups is the key one. Deb, you want to start off on this one? Yeah, I I completely agree with that assessment coach. And as I've been looking at it, I think it's the toughest matchup to call as well. Um, Because I think when you look at a Curry or, or Tatum, uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of consistency, but, you know, Clay has been all over the place. Um, and Brown either can be the top dog or play second fiddle to Tatum. So, um, so I think it's a little bit, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit tough to call. Um, I like, I, I give the edge to Brown in this one. I like Brown a little yeah. better. I think he yeah. can do a little bit more with the ball. I think Boston needs him a little more than, um, Golden State needs, um, needs Thompson. So I give a little bit of an edge to, uh, to Brown. Crash. Yeah, I think, I think Brown can definitely do more to create his own shot. And that would be the advantage that he has over Thompson for me. Um, Thompson really hasn't done very well at all against Boston. Um, he's been held below 30 fantasy points in his last four games against them. And that's going back to 2017, of course, with all the injury stuff that he had to deal with. But in his last 10 games, he's only scored more than 40 fantasy points once. So yeah. he's really been held in check by Boston. And I would expect that to continue because uh, if they can make Curry their main you know, scorer, then I think that Boston can win this series. Yeah, and, and it's going to be very interesting. I mean, you know, I will say with Clay. He's probably one of the top two or three players in the history of the league to move without the ball and get open for for a set shot. And they know that they need to have him involved, you know, to win. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not writing Clay off, but I will say I was one of the people that played him quite a bit in this last uh, conference finals. And he let me down. You're right. He was not consistent. And he'd get in strings where he just didn't shoot well. And then. You know, all of a sudden, you just never know, though, when he hits six, seven threes in a row. But I think they're going to be – I agree with you. I think they're going to be very uh, aware of where he is on the floor mm-hmm. and, you know, try to limit his attempts. Because when he only gets eight or 10 or 12 shots up like he did in some of those games, you might as well forget it. He's a volume shooter, yeah. 15 to 20 shots. But if he does get those up, then it could be a different ball game. But I agree. I think Jalen Brown, this is, to me, everybody knows Tatum is a superstar already. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, this is his chance to go from that great player guy to superstar star stat, status because they're going to need him alongside Tatum yeah. uh, to carry them offensively. No doubt. All right, the next one, super, super interesting. How about Jason Tatum against Andrew Wiggins? So Wiggins has been just the greatest section of his entire career has been yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. He has gone bonkers from out of nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. We expected him to be – I really thought he'd be fourth or fifth option for them going into these playoffs when you consider Poole and, and everybody else. Yeah. But, man, did he step up. He was the number one guy in some of these games. And then, of course, you know, Jason Tatum – one of the he's an awesome DFS player too because mm-hmm. he gets everything. So, you know, I would say most people will target this as the most important matchup because, you know, if Wiggins can continue it is the question. Yeah. Yeah. And we know Tatum uh, is going to be there. So, what do you think, Crash? Yeah, I think Tatum's length is going to give Wiggins some problems. Um, he hasn't faced a bigger guy really in the in the uh, playoffs so far. And I think that that's going to be an issue for him. Um, Wiggins, I think he can give Tatum some problems too, though, because he's really quick and, you know, kind of like Oladipo in a sense. 
uh, and can make him turn the ball over. So it'll be an interesting matchup. Um, I wouldn't expect a huge game from Wiggins against Tatum. Um, but, you know, if he can one or two in this series, you know, one or two games in this series, then it could be a, a series shifter. So um, I like Tatum in this matchup, but it'll be interesting to see how they, how Golden State gets Wiggins involved. Well, I tell you, Deb knows something about Tatum and turnovers. Yeah. Miss Wait till prize section. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you crushed that. I Go ahead. These people missed that. What do you yeah. tell them, Deb? That's right. It's been like six out of eight that we've hit the plus eight. They keep it stays at plus three and a half all the time. And yeah. uh, you know, he's been uh he's been hitting it most games. He's been turning yeah. it over particularly, was... particularly games that they lose. So yeah. if you think that Golden State's gonna win this one, look for that plus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of that when I was making my prize picks plays, and I was like, "No, nah, I'll save that for Deb." <laughs> what do you think of the matchup, Deb? Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a matchup, at least for Game One, that I'm going to stay away from. Um, I think both. Um, I think Crash said it really well. They both are going to give each other a little trouble, and therefore, pricing wise, um, I think they're a little bit overpriced for what they're going to deliver in this in this game. So I don't think that Wiggins has anything near the series that he had the last series. Um, I think he's going to have a lot more trouble against Boston. And I think Tatum will get his, but I don't think he's going to have, you know, the huge numbers um, that you would need to really consider him for, for captain or otherwise. So, yeah. And, you know, I'm sort of with you. I mean, it, it's sort of the Spider-Man versus Spider-Man uh, yeah. meme, you know, because you don't often find a six, eight guy with that kind of, quickness and and you know foot movement and mm -hmm. just athleticism so yeah i think they're both you know going to be really pushing each other to play well and yeah. that's certainly going to be a differentiator because everybody's going to play tatum and there's going to be a lot of people that are on this wiggins bandwagon especially the golden state folks so yeah. that could be a big differentiator for us all right how about the the grit and grind horford versus uh, dream on that's gonna be a blast <laughs> I, you know, yeah. well, I don't know what time does the game start it might be past their bedtime yeah exactly they, <laughs> they're gonna have to take some vitamins <laughs> I, I love but it, it talk about I, I mean you know you think of Horford as like the nice guy to Draymond's nasty guy but no mm -hmm. Horford's uh Horford's a, a fighter and oh, he's uh, a fighter it's yeah. gonna be yeah it's gonna be a, a, a battle I think um I think they're gonna, um, you know, work to uh, both can both can rebound, both can you know pass the ball. I think they're really gonna be some facilitators to the offense, and it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, uh, I probably lean a little bit towards um, Draymond just in terms of overall contributions. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's going to, you know, some of the um, stocks and some of the uh, assists. Um, but, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a dog fight. It is. What do you think crash? I, I actually lean more towards Al Horford in this matchup. I think that he's going to get some of those looks that he got in the Milwaukee series. Um, same looks that like Reggie Bullock got against golden state and he can knock him down when he's wide open from that side, you know, that corner over there, he can knock him down. So I think that, you know, um, Robert Williams and Al Horford are going to be tough on both Green and Looney. And so I, I lean towards Horford in this matchup. Yeah, this is a, as crazy as it sounds, I guess because I'm just an old coach, but this is the matchup I'm most excited about. <laughs> I, I really am because yeah. these two guys are dogs. And I, I can tell you right now, Draymond, when he first came up, really tried to be like an, a young Al Horford, you know, mm -hmm. great defender. You know, not the fastest feet or athleticism, but just smart, strong, and can shoot the three when open, you know, strip. I mean, you're not going to find two guys in the league that strip the ball better than these two guys because usually it's like some superstar 6'10 guy flying at them. It's either strip it or get dunked on one or the yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think they're both huge because they're both great passers as well. Mm -hmm. And they're going to facilitate a lot. I'm going to be rostering both of these guys a lot or one or the other, because I think they're not only going to get rebounds, which they'll both do well in that area, because neither team is a massive frontline rebounding team. 
Yeah. And they're going to get a decent amount of assists because of the terrific wing defense and matchups we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't get much tougher D on the perimeter than these two teams are offering. So they're going to have to run a lot through Horford and a lot through Draymond, which both teams do anyway. So yeah. you're going to get some extra assists. I think that's going to be the unsung spot for both of these teams are these two positions. The only tough part is they're both such great defenders and smart defenders. Mm -hmm. Are they going to hold each other down a little bit? So that is going to be fun. All right. The last matchup, which is sort of bizarre. Who'd ever think we talk about an NBA finals and everybody wants to know, how is it Robert Williams, the third going to do against Kavon Looney? So it goes to show you that you don't have to have a superstar center, mm-hmm. established center in this league uh, to make the finals. I mean, yeah. Where do you start, Crash? I was going to say the Bulls did it for years with Luke Longley and Bill Cartwright. So it can they definitely did. Be <laughs> um, But Michael and Scotty might have had a little bit. A little bit. I think you could have played yeah. center and won one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was a different era too. So exactly. Uh, but I think, yeah, nowadays I think you can definitely get by with lesser at, at the center position. And, and I think that um, Looney's going to struggle in this series. I, you know, like I mentioned without Horford and Robert Williams, both at interior defense, he didn't see any of that against Dallas. Um, and, and really not that much against Memphis either because Steven Adams was hurt quite a bit. And, and Brandon Clark is, is a more of a, of an athletic defender and finesse yeah. guy than than you know Horford and Williams are more bruiser type. So I think that Looney's going to have a, a hard time in this series. Deb? Yeah, he's certainly not going to have those open rebounds like he did in, in the last series. Um, but I think they need some some time on the floor from Looney because yeah. because Boston can throw Williams, they can throw you know, Horford, they can throw Tice at you. Um, so I think he's going to, I don't, I don't see him being uh, any sort of offensive threat really, but I do see mm-hmm. him um, continuing to get some rebounds uh, and, you know, he might be someone, he's a little bit less expensive, although he's come up a lot, but he might be someone that you need to kind of keep in your consideration set in your lineup. But uh, yeah. And, and Robert Williams, you know, he's, he, he's, he looks great. You know, he's so yeah. active out there. You love watching him play, but they're just not giving him the minutes. Um, and I don't, I don't see that changing in this series either. So, um, so it's hard to rely on him when you don't know. I mean, yeah, he could go off and, and give you, you know, 35 fantasy points in 25 mm-hmm. minutes, or he could give you 18. So, um, yeah. so, you know, tough to, uh, tough to really think about, uh, you know, focus on him too much in this in this series, unless we see that for some reason they decide to play him uh, more minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and here's where I'm going to take my stand. And you know, we we always are gutsy here. We we fade top guys. We do. I mean, yeah. we don't just give you, hey, this is the easy thing. This is who you play. I'm going to completely fade these guys. I I think Kevon Looney and Robert Williams the third pretty much get played out of this series. Mm-hmm. I don't see either one of them playing a big role. I think both teams go small, and you're going to see uh, Horford versus Draymond at center for big chunks of time for multiple reasons. One, it allows five-out type of action that both teams want to score yeah. with Brown and you know and Tatum and obviously the Splash Brothers and Poole. I mean, so I think you're going to see a lot more of what this game has become. It's a, it's a make-or-miss league, as they say on NBA TV all the time you got to make the shots. And Mm -hmm. I don't think those two guys are going to play the big minutes. Now, I do think Robert Williams is a very talented young man, and he is a DFS points-per-minute monster. But as Deb pointed out, every time we try to play him and you think, okay, you know, he's up for a big game, they may stretch him to 25 to 30 minutes. They just don't do it. I mean, he gets 16, 18, maybe 22 minutes if you're lucky. And in this matchup, you know, you got to remember two things. These two teams are coming out of games where they had an interior advantage. Dallas can't mm-hmm. defend, uh, you know, uh, Billy Barty. Remember him, the old little tiny <laughs> guy? Now that's going way Billy back. Billy Barty. He was like three foot, he's literally was like three foot three. Uh, 
So anyway, that's that's a really old timer joke. Look, you can what, Google. What era was that, Coach? This was way. This was like seventy. So it's wow. Probably, yeah. So let me. I should have said mini me. That would have been mini me. There you go. That would have worked. Yeah. By the way, I was, Dr. I was Doctor Evil one Halloween, and Dawson was was uh, the mini me guy. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I get back to my points. I just don't think this is going to be a series with where the bigs are going to play a big role. Plus. That rotation, they, you know, Boston wants to play Derek White a little bit more now since he showed up and he's becoming a big part of what they're doing. Obviously, Jordan Poole needs to play a big role in coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. So they're going to want to go small. I think those guys get squeezed out. Plus, Grant Williams gets some minutes. Otto Porter's going to get some minutes. So it just, for me, I'm going to be complete stay away there. Focus on more Draymond and Horford and then the wings. So we'll see how that works. Hopefully, as... The series goes on, you know, people can watch this and say, yeah, coaches had a, some smarts there, or they're going to say, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I've been called both, and, uh, you know, I, I can accept both. I think I am both. So there you go. Um, all right, let's do this now that we've talked about the matchups, break it up that way. Let's look at some pricing we provide here at Coach Talk. Uh, a coach's clipboard, which is highlighted players, and then some other selections that we choose from. We don't do that for showdown slates like this, but we do that for baseball right. and our other sports. But for showdown slates, we'll give a core four of the guys we think that, that you need to build off of. And we give full lineups for Yahoo and for FanDuel. So, you know, a little bit different than some providers out there. Again, we stick our necks out and we back up what we say. So, we want to look at it because, you know, in these showdown slates, it's everything. DraftKing weights the pricing for your captain. That mm -hmm. changes the whole strategy. FanDuel and Yahoo do not. So you're going to have a ton of repetitive lineups with everybody playing Curry and Tatum and everybody in those big spots because you don't have to pay more for them. So we're going to talk about that briefly here, give everybody a feel of how it'll look um, for – uh, the playoffs. So let's start out with DraftKings because, again, that is a different, uh, completely different strategy where, yes, you're going to have to pay up for your captain. And there's really two schools of thought here. Either you just suck it up and pay up for somebody like a Curry or Tatum or, or Brown or whatever, and then you just find some value with the guys off the bench. And you know, sometimes it gets rough. You got to dig in for the Grant Williams and Pritchards and these guys and pray that they're going to get in there. Mm -hmm. Or you can go with a cheaper captain and then, you know, fill in with guys that you know are going to get solid minutes. So uh, just uh, real quickly here, Deb, why don't you start off? Give us your initial feeling. And again, for game one, you can refer to because uh, we have the pricing out. And I, I'll let me give you the top four. The, the guys over 10K for uh, the captain spot on DraftKings because somebody has to explain to me uh, a couple of these guys because it's a little surprising <laughs> to me. So it's Jason Tatum, 15-9. And then we have, uh, let me see here. I got a, I have somebody in my lineup already. So let me put those back in there. All right, Tatum, 15-9. Uh, and then, of course, Curry, 15-3. That makes sense. Jalen Brown, 13-8. Smart, 12-3. Clay Thompson, 11-7. I'm going to go two more spots because I find it amazing. Al Horford's 11-4. And then are you ready for this? Kavon Looney is the seventh highest priced guy as captain at 11-1. Yeah. Dev, are you playing Kavon Looney a captain? <laughs> <laughs> Not after what we just discussed, right? Yeah. I mean, and I've definitely been, as the GPP player, I've definitely been, you know, looking for that uh, maybe second-tier guy at, at captain to get some mm -hmm. more of those stars in. But um, but I don't like it. I don't like it tomorrow night. Um, I like playing it up more straight. Um, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to go with a Curry or Tatum, but I really like Jalen Brown in that top spot. Okay. 13 uh, eights reasonable. Yeah. It's kind of, it gives you enough money to, uh, to get in um, another, to get in a superstar and not have to go to a player 
like that I that I know, you know, that I'm not sure if he's going to give me a zero, you know, no, no, somebody. Yeah, no Tice's this time. No, oh, uh, no Naismith's, no Moody's. You know, these are guys who are, are really going to going to give a lot of minutes and have a chance yeah. to uh, to get some real points. So I like Excellent. I like Brown a lot. I think he's a good value um, at that position. Um, I am not interested in Looney. I think Draymond Green is an interesting um, player for the top position. Um, yeah. So I'm not going top, top tier with a Curry or Tatum, but I'm also not playing around with, uh, you know, someone who's too risky. Excellent. On the other side of the coin, not to put you on the spot, but it, who's looking like your last guy in? The I'm going with Otto Porter. I'm going with Otto Porter. Porter. <laughs> Otto Porter. Um, Otto Porter. Okay. Back for this series, he has played well against Boston. I think he's mm-hmm. been, you know, he's his his size is going to be necessary against Boston, and particularly, I expect that Draymond's going to end up in some foul trouble along the way, and so okay. I think they're going to need some solid minutes from him to uh, to sort of take over that a li- little bit more bruising type type of uh, of role. I like it. And he's only 4,000 bucks. So it does open some stuff up for you. Uh, so I like that call and he's probable. He's not questionable. He's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Crash. What about you? What's your captain looking like? I'm probably going to land with Curry as my captain. And then okay. I'm going to find some value uh, maybe with, you know, a Marcus smart or an Al Horford instead of a, a Jason Tatum. Okay. Um, I like, I like what Wiggins and Poole have done against the uh, Celtics this year. So those two are definitely in play for me. Um, hopefully Gary Payton, the second plays, I think he could be a nice value option. So he would probably be one of my last guys in if we want to look at that. Uh, don't want to go to the Kevon Looney, Draymond Green plays like we talked about. Um, not on Clay Thompson. So, yeah, so Curry, Wiggins, Poole, um, uh, Otto Porter Jr. is another guy that I like for value. And then Gary Payton, a second, hopefully he'll play. Very nice. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to try to save a little bit and not go Tatum, Curry or Brown a captain, just because I want to not have to take that last guy in and, and just yeah. pray that he plays. So I'm, I'm really gearing a little bit more towards Marcus Smart right now at 12-3. I think that's a fair price for him. I think he'll play mm-hmm. 40 minutes. And again, Curry's not the most adept yeah. defender, although I will say he did play better defense in this last series than he normally does. So uh, we'll see. That could be one way to go. Uh, Al Horford at 11 4 is another nice option. And I'm not totally adverse to Draymond at 10 2 because mm-hmm. if he does have a game where he decides to score 12 real points or something. Yeah. Uh, then he's he becomes a real nice value play. The sure. interesting thing I have to decide is Jordan Poole's pretty cheap and he can be explosive, but I'm concerned about with with Gary Payton playing possibly and just you know are there enough shots to go around because he's mm-hmm. another volume guy that needs to right. get the ball up. Um, so that's going to be something I'm going to be following closely because what I don't want to do. I do not want to, you know, white is feasible too, by the way, at eight mm-hmm. one cheap wise, but I do not want. And so if I post a lineup, you guys have the power on our discord to erase it. <laughs> <laughs> if I put a lineup with Pritchard, Kaminga, Tice, Moody, Bialica, any of those guys, just, <laughs> just turn it down, take it down, take it down. Yeah. You know, t- tell me to come to my senses because it seems like I end up with one of those chumps in there and then you're just dying because your guy can have a 50 and you take a goose or like three and yeah. you're sunk. So I'll just am- post the uh, WTF guy, that, that little dip, and then you'll know. What- <laughs> I, I am bound and determined to play guys that are going to get minutes and then let m- minutes equal money in this series to me. Yeah. So coach, my, uh, my stand um, similar to your stand, the guy that I'm going to be fading, at least for game one, we'll see how it goes, but possibly the whole series is Derek White. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to be on the bandwagon because he had such a great series. Half of those games, though, Marcus Smart wasn't playing or True. a bit hobbled. 
Um, and I think he's going to get, um, you know, he's, he's going to get, uh, some clay Thompson defense. He's going to get some pool defense. I, I don't see him having a good series. I see him regressing sort of back to the average of where he had been. Um, so I'm going to, he's my fade. I don't blame you. I mean, he's the only thing, the only thing I will say for him though, is their guard depth is not good. So I do think the coach has confidence in him. And I do think he'll get a good 25 minutes. So that's the only thing. Again, when you get down to the bottom of the barrel and you got to make somebody work, yeah. you know, I that's why I'm not total yeah. fade on him. But I agree with you. There's going to be some regression. And for the fair weather DFS players that are just watching the NBA playoffs, for some reason, you know, like my brother, I, I just want to smack him in the head. He said, I don't need to watch the NBA regular season. I'll just watch the playoffs. Uh, you're missing the best athletes and the best sport in the world. But. It is what it is. So, but you're right. There will be some Derek White momentum, uh, and you know he very possibly doesn't deserve that. All right, let's let's switch over to Fanduel uh, real quickly because again, now on Fanduel it's a whole different scenario, which everybody knows. You get the two x, the one and a half x, and the one point two, and you don't have to pay more money. Yeah. So again, the the whole DraftKings strategy was talked about is out the window. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to chase raw points here. So this is where all of a sudden Tatum, Curry, Brown specifically, in my opinion, have to be considered in those top spots. What do you think, Crash? Yeah, I agree. I, I find where what usually happens for me is on FanDuel, I'll usually end up having the similar core at the top, but then I'll be able to get you know maybe one more star that I couldn't get in on DraftKings because of the way the salary increases. So... That's usually my strategy. So I might be able to go with, you know, Curry and Brown and Wiggins or something like that um, on FanDuel in the top three spots. Yeah. My approach is going to be to go more even. Um, I think this series, Mm -hmm. I think you have a lot. I don't, you know, different from, you know, Milwaukee with Giannis or uh, Dallas with Luca. Joker, yeah. Yeah, I think you've got a little bit more even distribution, particularly early on in the series. I don't see Curry, you know, necessarily, you know, you know, trying to go for, you know, 50 or or Tatum, et cetera. So I think, um, I think I'd like to take a more balanced approach and again, not end up in the depths of the lineup. So still looking at Brown um, in my top top spot. And then, you know, looking at a rotation of smart Horford green, the guys that we've been talking about that we know are going to be playing a lot of minutes and contributing a lot. And again, not going down to the guys who may just not show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for me, you know, it's similar. I, I will, you know, won't get too cute though, because if you do try to get, you know, a little crazy and throw somebody up at the top, like a pool or Draymond, where, you know, it's just literally, you know, Tatum, Curry, Brown, basically at this, you have to almost look at them as the same price as those other guys in the sense that, you know, you're, you're getting two X one and a half and 1.2 X. So Mm -hmm. it does have, you have to play some chalk and you got to face it in these, you know, you're going to have splits. You're not going to have a lot of unique lineups at all. So, you know, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet that's why, you know, we always recommend here at Coach Talk not just playing the $4.44 lineup that there's 9 million other people that have Tatum, mm-hmm. Curry, Brown, Smart, and Thompson or whatever. And so, you know, uh, play some of those head-to-heads. Play some of those uh, single entry where, you know, you're really taking somebody's best shot. And you can win, win very solid doing it that way and then not feeling like, okay, I need to do something wacky like put – Robert Williams in the captain spot and then, you know, just pray that some crazy thing happens that I can take something down. Now, if you want to do that, that's fine. If you're a 150 max player or whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, generally if you want to build a bankroll and make money, you want to find uh, the spots and take advantage of the better players. So uh, pretty much that goes for me uh, on here. And then Yahoo, we can talk about it for a second as well. You know, it's very similar. Megastar, superstar, and star, it's identical to what FanDuel does. So all of what we just said basically, uh, you know, comes to play. Do, do mm-hmm. you guys have anything else to add on that? For Yahoo? Um, yeah. 
I was looking here. Well, one thing is the the value plays are always like the same. They're all like ten dollars, right? Um, but you can usually get some pretty good some pretty good star players on Yahoo. I usually feel like I have the most safe quote unquote lineup on Yahoo when I make my lineups. Yeah. So. Yeah. You definitely can make things fit, but you still got to be cognizant of that, yeah. you know, multipliers up top. Right. Uh, Cause it, it's hard to chase down raw points, but I agree with, with the point that the Deb made too. that the reason this is going to be more fun than these last, some of these last series is, you can't fade Embiid. You can't fade Giannis. You right. can't fade Luca. You can't fade Joker. You know all those guys that it's just you put them in and just figure out the rest. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a combination here of guys. There's no shoe ins. We've seen games where Tatum struggled or or Clay yeah. struggled or Curry or whatever. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more fun, basically because you've got two teams here, not individual players which I think will make it a lot more fun for sure. Absolutely. Sorry. How expensive is Tatum on Yahoo? I was just curious, Deb. He is, uh, come on. He is is uh, 40. 40. Yeah. 37. 37. Brown 31. Pulls fourth most expensive at 26. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a little bit different builds, but uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We've been hammering it on all three, so yeah. you know I I highly recommend all three of them. And you know you can get a little bit different if you're stuck between two guys. They may be a bo- uh, a value on one site where they're not on the other, so it gives you a little bit of spread on on playing some different guys. All right, fantastic. Let's finish up with our predictions for the series: who wins and in how many games? Uh, Crash, you can go, man. No pressure. Um, Golden State in seven. All right. My my head says Golden State in seven. My heart says Boston in six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so which one are you going to go with? <laughs> For betting? <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, why not Boston in six? Why not? Wow. Gutsy, yeah. gutsy. I wonder if I'm going to take a look at that bet, see what I can get for that. You, yeah, you could probably make some uh, plus money there for sure. Yeah. You know, as much as I'd love to take Boston here, I, I sort of like the way they play and everything. I just, you know, zero experience in the finals against a dynasty, you know, whatever, seven finals, eight finals. I, I've lost track of how many this, this core has been in. And I really think the Golden State is determined more than they've ever been. Because when they were young and they were winning it, they were just experiencing it. When they got KD, it was like they had to win it because they had the stack team. They bought a championship. KD was there. It was just, it was muddied. Now it's like nobody counted them in. Nobody thought they could be Phoenix. They were what? What are they? A four seed or three yeah, seed? Yeah. So nobody really gave them that shot. And it's and it's a homegrown group. They traded for Wiggins. I get it. He was a cast off. Nobody else wanted him anymore. Mm-hmm. And you've got it led by the two main guys, Curry and Thompson. But really, the rest of it is cast offs. Otto Porter, Kavon Looney, who was almost out of the league. You know, all of these guys, Gary Payton, the second. Jordan Poole, who was last year played in the G League for crying out loud. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're really a different group. And I think just the experience and the leadership with, with Clay and Steph, and they've been there, they know what it takes, and they're determined because this takes them from two, you know, again, they're gonna be first ballot Hall of Famers, all that stuff. But now people will say, you know what, they didn't need KD to win it. They mm-hmm. won it when everybody counted them out. Yeah. And, and plus the Steve Kerr factor. We talked about it before the podcast. You know, the dude, this will be what? How many is a ch- uh, player and coach? Eight? Yeah, it'll be eight. eight. Yeah, and he's so, eight. you know, this, yeah. this is a leader. This is a, a born, uh, you know, coach, a born champion. And uh, not that I'm, you know, not saying I'm not, don't think Boston has a chance because they do have a puncher's chance, no question. But I just think Golden State's going to be a little too much to overcome. So I'm going to take, 
I'm going to take Golden State in five. Five. Wow. I, I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, it is what it is. So I'm pretty sure you're going to be wrong. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, you're the guy that picked Boston until game seven, and then you switched to Miami. So I'm going to call you out right here. <laughs> I changed yeah, back to Boston, and there you go. Now your your team won. <laughs> yeah, and I was within a point on the score. I just had the wrong teams, too. <laughs> your Milwaukee Bucks fan club card is going to be restricted because you're rooting yeah. for the Celtics. Sorry. <laughs> no, so, I'm not. I'm rooting for Golden State. Okay. Interestingly – the odds on Golden State winning in five are the second lowest of all the odds. Wow. So Golden State, Golden State winning in seven is the lowest, but Golden State winning in five is second lowest. So, so I'm not any, getting any bang for my buck then. No, no. How about Boston in six? What are you getting? Boston in six. Not much either. That's the third. Uh, that's that's sort of if Boston wins, that's what's predicted. Boston in seven has the odds. Boston in seven is six to one. Nice. Better odds than Boston in six. What's Boston in four? <laughs> Fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. There you go. You're drunk if that if that <laughs> happens. I will wear. I'll, I won't wear a hat for a month on the podcast yeah. if that happens. <laughs> what about Golden State in four? Golden State in four is only eleven to one. That's not going to happen either. That's not too bad. Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll sweep. No way. Not either, but no, no, no way. Better well, odds with uh, with some different things. Yeah, well, and I'm going to have to remember Robert Williams is my captain because every time coach goes, if you do this, then it's going to be <laughs> play. usually it turns out to be exactly right. <laughs> the Fredo kiss of death from the yeah. Godfather. That's <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like we always talk about. Jordan Lyles on our baseball podcast oh. and then he goes out and throws the shutout. You know, it's like what? we made fun of him and he almost pitched a no hitter for God's yeah. sake. Oh my God. <laughs> well, listen, I hope everybody enjoyed this. I'd give you a good look at the entire series as well as game one. We'll certainly be back hey, uh, every day along. We got to do our prize picks place. Oh, I forgot prize about prize picks. picks. Okay. We don't want to forget about them. Our presenting <laughs> sponsor, they wouldn't be very happy with me. Right. If that was the case. <laughs> do you want to start out there, Mr. Prize Picks? I tried yeah. telling Josh that we should get involved with prize picks a year ago, but he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> I remember that story a little bit different. <laughs> oh, yeah. It might have been the shoe on the other foot. I agree. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Um, all right, so I've got Stephen Curry over three and a half three-pointers made. He's gone over this number in four of his last five games against Boston. I think he'll come out looking to set the tone in this series, and uh, I think he's going to make five threes tomorrow. Wow, I, what a bold prediction, the greatest shooter of all times, Deb, predicting to make threes. Yes. <laughs> against the top-rated defense, it makes a little That's bolder. No, it's, yeah. Against call. Marcus Smart. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, uh, well, I mean, I got to do it, right? Tatum, yeah. over three and a half turnovers come on <laughs> easy money yeah. you, you know what they're going to change that line on you after just all because this of me uh, right exactly yeah you're, you're spreading, spreading all these one. people just bullying everybody uh to get it done i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh points rebounds and assists anybody want to guess who i'm picking you probably can guess marcus smart it's cl that was close jalen brown no, it's Draymond Green. Green. Okay. Oh, okay. I yep. just think yeah. Draymond, you know, the step up, it's only 21 and a half. Nice, tidy little total. You know, if you look at Tatum and Curry, a 39 and a half, 37 and a half. So if he gets double digit rebounds and you know he's going to get some assists, just give me 12 points, Draymond. 10 points, I'll take. Yeah. So, so there. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to do, are we doing two or three? It's up to you guys. Three, I have two three, prepared, but I can always pick one on the fly. What do you have, yeah. Deb? I've got um, twelve. I well, yeah, I got to exactly. <laughs> so Marcus, Marcus Smart at uh, his his par twenty four and a half over. Okay, point for Marcus. You said Marcus Smart. Yeah, over yeah. twenty four and a half points rebounds. That was that was my second choice, Deb. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> gotcha. That's a tough thing with the three of us. You know, we're bad. Yeah. So. yeah. 
I was just thinking that we're probably going to have the same thing here at least once because yeah. there's only so many props you can get. Exactly. Um, that's what I was going to say. If, if we just want to do two, that's still six that we're giving away. So That's fine. What do you got for your second one then? All right. So I'm going to go with this one and save the other one for the members. I'm going to go with Kevon Looney under nine and a half rebounds. He's gone under this number in all but one of his last five against Boston. This is a much tougher matchup than Dallas and Memphis were inside. And yep. uh, Bam Adebayo averaged 8.4 against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I like the yes. Looney under here at nine and a half. Well, I'm going to jump on your Looney bandwagon, and I'm taking Looney under 25 fantasy score. I think that he backs up, and again, I think this series goes small a lot. So uh, that's my second go around. I like it. So I like it. I, I do have a third. Oh, okay. Bonus one from Deb. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Jalen Brown over two and a half threes. Okay. I think. Uh, I think he's the guy who um, who gets uh, gets the threes tonight over uh, over Tatum. They're going to hit some, and uh, I like I like Jalen Brown doing it tonight. Okay, I love it. There we go. All right. Anything else to add, ladies and gentlemen there? No, I think that's it for me. Set. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for both taking uh, the time to jump on this. This, is, this was a blast. I love the three-man booth here, three-woman booth, three-whatever, I guess. I don't What's the proper way to three-person awesome. booth? Three-person <laughs> booth. There you go. Three pros. Three pros booth. There you three go. pros. Three pros. All right. We hope so. This, yeah. If you're watching this and all of the stuff we said was, was right on the money, excellent. Put a comment in there. <laughs> Give us a thumbs up. Give it If you're watching on YouTube, quick thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate that. Um, that means a lot. Hit the little alert. This way you know all of our podcasts in front of the paywall. They post all the time. Uh, NBA, MLB. Uh, PGA, and then we'll have NFL before you know it. It's already June, so they'll be starting summer stuff here soon, and uh, we'll be covering all of it here. Again, if you want to join us, it's dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for any of our passes there. If you have any questions or you, you want to check us out on Twitter, we're at dfscoachtalk. Deb, where can they find you on Twitter? Deb Lutz 33 And Crash? At JP Davis 1982. And I am at Joe Sarvati. So you can check any of us out there. And, uh, you know, we really do appreciate any feedback. If you're listening on any of our audio podcast landing spots, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, quick five star rating in a few words. Our man Colin will be selecting a person for a free week membership randomly each month. And we have a new month starting today, being June 1. So, Definitely take advantage of that. All right. That is it, my friends. Thank you so much again for uh, getting uh, aboard here and being part of this uh, during the day here. It's an interesting time to do a, yeah. a big podcast like this, but uh, it's the NBA Finals. It's, it's real time, and it's going to be a great series. So thank you, everybody, also for listening in, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing you join the Coach Talk family uh, as time goes. So. We appreciate it. We'll be back again tomorrow, as always, as we look to crush it in all of our sports in DFS and prize picks.